0: What's this show again? Huh? The Pace? <laughs> the what? I don't know. No one's heard of The Pace. No one's heard, heard of that. It's a made-up show. It's a mystery. Pace? Is that about NASCAR? <laughs> nah, it's like one of those one of those shows where they go and find ghosts. And no. they're like, The Pace, are you there? <laughs> Come we're, forward. We're trying to reach The Pace. <laughs> Speaking into the recorder. Wait, what was that? I heard, I heard the guitar riff. <laughs> No, you didn't. That was my foot. What's that? I'm getting a name. Name like
1: James. Is there a James? A J? I can feel a beard.
0: <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 226. 226. (laughs) Let me try that one again. Let's just roll. Roll with it. Roll with it. It's episode 226, which I totally said, and we edited out all the bad stuff. I'm Todd. That's what you think. (laughs) I'm Chuck. (laughs) We're going to be talking about
1: motorcycles. Hey, kids. Buckling up is totes yeet, yo. What? What? Automotive safety is
0: banging, bishes. Are you in are you are you implying that being safe is off the hook? Completely.
1: Yo. 360 clearance.
0: Stuff. So like like a full set of gear is cool gear and no gear is fool's gear. Uh oh, I think I just I think I just broke an MSF uh trademark there
1: (laughs) wait is that really
0: something somebody i shit you not it is it is in the book let's see if i have a book in here hang on
1: wait wait. so what full gear is cool gear and no gear gear and
0: fool's gear fool's gear okay Uh and now you know okay now you know how to be cool Chuck. yeah you're welcome listeners you'll need to send in money for that (laughs) of course you also need to get the cool kid newsletter but if you don't know how to get the cool kid newsletter (laughs) uh, who still does newsletters cool kids do obviously
1: but you wouldn't know that chuck no one does newsletters are you going to talk about what a zine (laughs) that's that's exactly what someone who is not one of the cool kids would say
0: (laughs) which is why you're so behind the times Uh uh-huh hey i know buckling up is totes yeet yo fair fair enough i have no idea what that means do you know where it comes from i don't have a teenage daughter so (laughs) you know where it's coming from though right where the the highway signs
1: all say that right now you're shitting me. Those highway safety signs that tell you to buckle up and stuff?
0: I I, I don't pay attention to safety.
1: Yeah, right now they say buckling up is tote yeet, totes yeet, yo.
0: Well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like our highway signs because someone with imagination. Someone is actually having some fun with it? Yeah. Yeah. They do Star Wars stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. But today was, hey kids, totes yeet.
0: Okay. It sounds nothing like a 40-year-old guy trying to be cool. (laughs) Oh, he knows
2: exactly
1: what it sounds
0: like. Hey, I got beer in my
1: (laughs) truck. Hey, dudes. How are you? Hello, dudes. Are any of you using the marijuana cigarettes? What is up, my dudes? (laughs) That would be a total down move. Buzzkill. Joyless. Joy kill. Not totally rad not to the max. The, the, the
0: ladies gag don't, me with a spoon? don't like that. It's not tubular. It's a really good thing that we aren't in charge of uh, public safety uh, like anything. <laughs> anything <Yeah. laughs> at all.
1: <laughs> We're making like televised appearances. Hey,
0: can hey, everyone always ride good? <laughs> <laughs> so i have to i have to confess though i i actually did did what i foolishly signed up for career day at my kid's school
1: to talk about being a project manager
0: <laughs> well yeah every that's super or, lame nobody or likes motorcycle that. and safety instructor well you can guess which one took most of the time because it was far <laughs> more fun <laughs> did you Did you take the kids out on the bike? No, I didn't take the kids out on the bike, but we talked about, you know, being aware of the situation. Um, I encouraged a class of fourth graders to tell their parents to hang their phones up when their parents were on the phone in the car. So there's a bunch of parents who hate me for that. Yeah. I taught three classes of kids uh, how to uh, counter steer and told them that if they were going fast on their bike, they could do this and they could try this out. So there's a bunch of parents who hate me for that, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> no one's in the emergency room with a broken arm Almost right no
0: one has a broken arm. <laughs> and uh, I taught a class of first graders how to do the uh, keep your head and eyes up signal. Um, oh, um, God. Which, uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, there's absolutely no way that could come back to yeah, haunt me. Gonna, yeah, that's not going to, yeah. No. <laughs> You're making all kinds of friends. at school. I'm your making kids a schoolers. lot of friends at my kid's school. <laughs> Don't go to the Halloween parade. Well, well, and you go, you go to these things and you're like, you show up and you're like, okay, I'm a motorcycle safety instructor. Like that's a pretty fucking cool job. Right. Okay. Cause I'm surrounded yeah. by like, you know, there's going to be like stockbrokers, you know, doctors. Stuff. And yeah, I, um, I, I was the only one who didn't bring like a whole like fucking box of activities. <laughs> the one guy, he's like, "I'm a mechanical engineer." I'm like, "Really?" And he opens up his box, and he's got like fucking X-ray parts in it, and all this the crazy cool shit. I'm like, "Damn!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I got, hey, hey, kids, let's go to the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Who wants to see me do? Really? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, uh, the the fourth grade class was way cool. They were totally into it. The first grade class was super into it. The fifth grade class was rough. Rough rough i'm Why? not gonna lie they were they were they were on a. they were like whatever you're lame except for the one girl who i'm i when this girl shows up inevitably in like six years in my class and be like i remember you <laughs> she's like i'm so into this let's do this thing <laughs> and the rest of them just like you're lame well and i get in there and i talked about computers and motorcycles she's like yeah, yeah go on go motorcycles on. are lame. great
1: you're lame old man
0: yeah we like minivans now yeah <laughs> My mom has a Stratus with two doors that open automatically. Well, I've got a, 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 a electric lights. <laughs> electric lights. I don't live with my mom, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that's, 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 a, that's low. That's where you had to reach. I was scraping uh, the
0: bottom of the barrel for that. It was all, it was all I had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, well, your mom. This was this was after I helped out at the chess club in the morning. Oh my God. <laughs> well you think you think chess club and you're like it's gonna be the 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 calm, you know, like indoor kids. No dude, no fucking like it's this far from fist fights sometimes. A oh chess my god club at an elementary school? This ch- yeah, well you gotta you gotta understand the elementary school we're going to. This is the elementary school where the gifted program is. Okay. Chess club has a hundred fucking kids. A hundred kids, it is mayhem playing
1: it is chess. Total mayhem. Were they playing chess? Yes, or some variation of Seriously
0: chess. Seriously, playing chess. Seriously, like playing okay. chess and getting serious about it. I'm not talking like fist because they were bored and not playing chess. I'm talking fist fights over chess. Oh, chess fist fights. <laughs> it wasn't actually that bad, but there was definitely some disagreement. And Nerd. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was in good company. What can I say? I, I you know, I, I, the, the, did a kid beat you? Uh, I didn't play, which was good because I'm pretty sure they would have rubbed me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you can, you can tell the kids who are just learning and the kids who already know. Uh-huh. And you know, the kids who already know are very serious. And then when they have a disagreement, it's like they get an adult over and they're like, well, she's wrong. And they're getting like increasingly heated. And you're like, whoa, is,
1: is it timed chess? So, no, no. Okay. No, they're not slapping clocks. <laughs> no, no, but
0: that would be cool. Uh, speed chess is great fun. Not going <laughs> to lie. But yeah, it was, it was, it was intense. Going from that to the to the having to talk to classrooms of kids who may or may not enjoy what you have to say. No. Ooh. Hmm. Yep.
1: All right. What'd you What'd you do for the project manager portion of your presentation?
0: Weep Uh, weep openly. (laughs) I I talked about how you need math to figure out how you're going to do a lot of computers in a short amount of time.
1: I I figured that was the best I could do. Open weeping and just continually pulling from a bottle of Jack.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> this is what it's like.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're a project manager and you're living in a van. I'm not going to live with my mom. <laughs> this is what I had
2: to do. Take that, Jimmy. <laughs> Tell your mom I said hi.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> Tough crowd. Jimmy goes home. Mom, what does it mean to suck the chrome off a trailer hitch? <laughs> and why does he know Mr. Mr. Todd know you can do that?
0: Uh, yeah, that was so that that was my my public service for the Year. millennium. <laughs> no, it, it was cool. The kids who were into it were totally into it. And I, mm-hmm. I know that there's parents who are gonna be cursing me roundly for years when their kids are like, Can I get a motorcycle now? No. how about now put your phone down mom you're driving <laughs> shut up also can i get a mars <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> fine god how's your bikes my my bikes are good yeah the uh the bandit i uh, i did i bought some fancy handguards from a uh a company overseas um which finally arrived like the mitts you know to cover your hands and keep them warm in the winter oh yeah 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 it <laughs> turns out that uh, the bandits side uh, the bandit's. Uh, handlebars and stuff are sufficiently customized they're not good. oh <laughs> so, I'm, so i'm gonna move into the scooter and i ordered another set from them because okay. they they make the fanciest ones they're super nice you're not going
1: with the, the snowmobile mitts anymore
0: well i looked at the snowmobile mitts but they always leaked air a little bit mm-hmm. around the edges which was annoying and there's this company at tucano urbano and they're yeah they're in europe and so the shipping and the bees cost like a fucking fortune yeah just much of the stuff but they make really nice mitts Okay. Um, for scooters and then for motorcycles. So okay. I got a pair of the big scooter ones thinking it would work fine on the motorcycle. Yeah. Nope. Um, <laughs> so I'll put them on the best. That'll be nice. Uh, and then I'm getting another pair of the motorcycle ones, which will arrive when I don't know when the, the canoe paddles its way across the Atlantic.
1: Who okay. Knows? Have you bought a third motorcycle yet? Nope. Let's fix that. Shall we?
0: Damn it. No. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Norge. Uh, Oh, the thing about this is, is this Norge is on cycle trader. I already get all the Norge alerts on CycleTrain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Tell us about this Norge, Todd. Uh, <clears throat> this is a 2007 Moto Guzzi Norge 1200 GT. This is the uh, two-valve Norge, uh, uh-huh. similar to Swiggy's. Details from seller. 2007 Moto Guzzi Norge 1200 GT. Why would a dealer do this? Nationwide financing available. Click instant credit approval for finance options. Okay. No, stop. Get away from there. The no, instant, stop it. Instant credit. Where is stop it? it? I don't I'm just, I'm just, I'm chat just, now. I'm just, no, I want to, chat. no, close that. No, <laughs> no, stop. No closing chat. Yeah. The part that amuses me about this is this is, so this is four grand. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like, let's talk about financing options. I'm like, really?
1: Well, yeah, someone might, I guess, especially, yeah. you know, if they were, you know, already put down a deposit on a electric bike and mm-hmm. that's a year yeah. or so away, they mm-hmm. might finance a, yeah a
0: Norge. yeah yeah, the, the norges are nice uh mm-hmm. i can't deny it but yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking there's one thing about this one that's bothering me just a little bit which is this conspicuous crack that goes from the beginning of the windshield across the front fairing oh uh, yeah something hit this norge mm-hmm. and it didn't hit it gentle like huh something walloped this fucking norge <laughs> probably a bird could be a bird baseball bat baseball bat another smaller bike yeah <laughs> Vespa. The Norge being heavy enough that it was just like thunk, what
1: was that? that was weird. <laughs> no, you're not feeling it with this one? I, not feeling it with this no,
0: one. No. no, no. There's a lot of those there's a lot of those early Norges that I look at and the, the carp is the carp eyeballs pop briefly out of the top of the water and then drop so back down.
1: What everyone should take away from this is Todd is already trolling cycle trader for Norges, so you need to look somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> and get <laughs> well, send those to him. Well, or Strom. Send Strom. Send Norges.
0: No, don't do that.
1: Yeah, that's not necessary. But you don't need to check Cycle Trader. That's unnecessary. <laughs> uh, okay. How about this? A 2015 Honda Grom hmm, for okay. $2,100. It's in the cool yellow color, too. I bought it used in 2017 with 1,900 miles and only put 500 miles in it. It has a total of 2,435 miles now.
0: Wait, that's more than 500 miles. Now, I'm not... I ain't got I that am, fancy book learning. I'm not a mathologist, but I'm pretty sure that that is more than 500 miles.
1: I, I would agree. Mm. By about 35? Well, I, I can't be that exact, but I'm pretty sure it's more. <laughs> it has always been stored inside my pocket. <laughs> it's all stock except for the rear fender delete kit, because why? And flush-mounted turn signals. Because I hate okay. when people can see me. Very motivated to sell, title in hand, park next to a kid's cot table in a mm-hmm. sandbox. Mm-hmm. A and it looks like it's in scale.
0: <laughs> well, yes, it, it looks like a full-size motorcycle sitting next to a normal picnic table. <laughs> he actually did that just to make it look big. Yeah, so he's not. he doesn't want super tons. That's not a stock pipe either. No. Uh, doesn't want a super ton of money for it. Uh-uh. Uh, the Fender Delete Kid always confuses me on one of these. Just on the grom? Yeah, well, in general, the fender delete kit confuses me, honestly, because the fender has have a function, and if you ever ride in rain, you'll know what that function is. But does it look cool, man? Uh, You're not cool. Uh, I'm I, not. I, not. But uh, banging. I have a. I, I the totes the, uncool. The bandit's fender is shortened. I think you can tell because you can see the Dremel marks on it
2: from the previous <laughs> owner.
0: <laughs> he also did the turn signal delete. Bruh, <laughs> I only have one turn signal in the front of the Bandit. Okay, I'm a rebel. Okay, yay for you. Yep, uh,
1: yeah, I'm cool. I'm living on the edge, living, living on the edge with the single turn signal. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow, you're so boring, suburban dad.
0: <laughs> Curses, spoiled again. <laughs> if only I had, if only I had a Honda Grom to sit next to my. Tell kid's me about
1: table. winterizing your your sprinkler system. I already did it. <laughs>
0: Didn't, didn't you? No, I, I pay someone to do that. Oh, okay. You're the, you're the ultra suburban dad. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, you do it. What, what made you pull this Grom up? The price. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like two grand. Yeah. It feels like the Grom prices are coming down into the kind of like first bike market zone. Finally. Yeah. You know, cause when they started, they were up at like four grand and that was kind of like where they went. Yeah. They were like a really hot item. Mm-hmm. Everyone wanted yeah. to,
1: you know, do the custom Grom.
0: Yeah, it's like the TUs. The TUs for a while was you had to like fight people to buy one. Yeah. Now you can find them. And that's cool though. So the question is the question is so modern, fuel injected, pretty nice ride around bikes. Would you do a Grom or a TU 250? I think I'd do a Grom. Yeah. Yeah. Just for the silly fun factor. Yeah. I think I got to give it to the TU. Okay. Like the Grom is neat. The Grom is a total cool novelty, Mm -hmm. but I guess I can't see the Grom as anything but a novelty okay whereas the tu is like pretty like just works you know okay like it'll it'll take some aftermarket stuff that is like practical for like carrying your shit around it but, seems like it'll work
1: i mean from the point of view of my garage
0: mm-hmm. really i only need a novelty at this point that's true you're, you're <laughs> down to you're down to like the third novelty item
1: so i'm like this is something i could get my daughter to learn on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe she'll be a It'll be appealing to her
0: now. Yeah, I don't know. I I worry worry that because her dad's into motorcycles, the motorcycles be lame. Be like, Dad, I'm really into Honda Civics with fart tubes. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) You know, (laughs) a big H on the back window, or whatever the kids are doing these days.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because that's how kids talk.
0: (laughs) They're they're they're
1: they're. Father, I want to be doing whatever the kids are doing these days.
0: (laughs) Father, are the kids customizing their Honda Civics? Yes. Then I shall customize mine too.
1: (laughs) Might I borrow the credit card? I want to put a can on it. (laughs) Which of these cans is the hottest? (laughs) Which one of these appeals to you the least, Father? (laughs) Asking for a friend. (laughs) Yeah, I could see that happening. But yeah, no, like two, two grand Chrome.
0: I, I, yeah, I'd be that's tempted. Tempting. I'd be super tempted. Yeah. yeah if, it, you know, just as throw it the back of the euro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As so your, your lifeboat. <laughs> yep. I, I'd be tempted if I didn't already have the Vespa. Okay. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it, it, it occupies the similar space to the Vespa because when the fuel comes that also occupies a bit of Vespa space, but yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of working my own way into, can we keep the Vespa too? Uh-huh. Uh, Cause Vespa's just cool. Right. Next. Speaking of cool. Yeah. A 64 classic BSA Starlight European 75cc. My, my, my. And it looks okay. It looks surprisingly okay. Startling okay. Yeah. <laughs> classic BSA Starlight 75cc, classic road bike made in Britain as the Beagle. This was a project for us to get this little beast back into tip top shape, but we just don't have the time. It's such a looker and has only 2,600 miles on it. It ran when parked. <laughs> but it hasn't been running for a while and has been stored since 1971, meaning the engine is seized as fuck. It's in great shape. The bike is in Winnemucca, Nevada. <laughs> Winnemucca. Well, I guess we can't get this anymore now. We would consider having it deliver delivering it to the right buyer with a non refundable deposit. We have a clean title in hand. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I uh, this this as I'm looking at it, I'm like it's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. But. There's a lot of parts of this that either you're not going to be able to get, or you're going to have to get really clever to replace.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, there's a lot of parts that did not age well with this, notably the motor, <laughs> um, but, but you know the shocks as well and the whole yeah. shock design. Uh, but you know, whoever really digs this kind of bike, they're gonna yeah, this. Honestly, this strikes me as like one where like there is a non-zero chance we'll see this like upstairs at the Bohemian. Yeah, in the showroom, I could see that because mm-hmm. it is it does look nice. It looks really nice and it, it could be cleaned up. It won't take a whole lot to clean it up. No, it could be cleaned up and it could look really nice as a conversation piece. I'd be, I'd be real sketched out about riding it. Much better than the, uh, the Tiger Harley. Yes. <laughs> last time. It's substantially better than the Tiger Harley. <laughs> this has a little bit of class to it.
1: <laughs> and some style. Mm-hmm. And some history. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. This was a bike they made that couldn't go very fast. Yeah. It didn't go very far. No kidding. Do tell. <laughs> it had brakes technically <laughs> and stuff and and also a motor yeah it's kind of neat yeah. i uh i, uh, I uh, there, there's got to be there's, there's probably some other ones with history we can find
1: you know i'm thinking you you need a, a strom replacement so how about a, a
0: 2006 Buell ulysses uh, <laughs> you know if i could have bought one in 2006 i would have done so in a heartbeat but they were expensive then
1: captain garage well this one's only 3200 Oh. It's kept in the garage with battery tender, maintained meticulously, all records on hand, all service completed at dealership. Mm. Not able to ride anymore so looking for a new home.
0: Mm-hmm. About
1: 15,000 miles.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it looks like a nicely appointed Ulysses in the the superior color. Yep, yellow. Yep, the orange color. Yep. Yellow orange, I don't know. I Sonic orange. Mm. But yeah, it's cool. It looks nice. I'm I'm
1: it's just got the uh, luggage Lower seat, hand warmers, off-road lights. Mirror. See,
0: I don't actually like the lower seat thing. but Really? Well, yeah. Oh, I love it. The high seat was great. Mm. I had to tiptoe that thing. Nah, I did too. I don't care. Oh, it's right. comfy. My legs are longer. Mm, I right. liked it. I'm like scrunching my legs up. <laughs> okay. Wee. Don't you have to do that on the bandit? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you get used to it. <laughs> it's probably fine with the lower seat. And this is ergonomics yeah. with Todd. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely arbitrary. <laughs> yeah, I that would that would man me in 20, 2006, mm-hmm. being able to afford a Ulysses. i have been riding the wheels off one of those. Mm. I loved that bike when I rode it.
1: God, mm-hmm. I loved it. It was it's a great bike, it's a sweet bike. I just I'm it has feelings
0: after your after your mayhem and the difficulty to fix it. Yeah, I'm just like I can't. I'm sure you would have an easier time than I did. Probably. But as soon as it's electrical gremlins that don't make any sense, like,
1: yeah, um, that There's, got there's weird. only so
0: much you can do. Yeah. Once that got, it gets weird to a certain point. That got weird. But it must have been sorted out
1: because we've seen mine, mine floating around on gas. Yeah, KSL. you're
0: still, your <laughs> surfaces. I was wondering if this one was yours, but it's lacking. It doesn't have the windshield from yours and the pipe from yours. So, yeah. Yeah. Which were distinctive. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's not, it's not yours, but yeah, they, they, they pop up occasionally. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, if you wanted a touring bike that was something different and is a freaking hoot to ride, this is hard not to recommend. Mm-hmm. Well, I would
1: recommend getting anything but the 2006. Really? Uh, because of the, uh.
0: Oh, it has the weird steering lock, right? Yeah, It doesn't steering, go very far. Right. Mm. Yeah. That is a little janky. The 2008,
1: like a really good one. 2010.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the 2012?
1: No one likes you. Don't make me put a down payment on a fuel. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't make me. Don't you dare. I'll call. Stay away. See what I can do to Stay get number away. 14. <laughs> I'll call whoever has number 14 and just offer him money. <laughs> so yeah,
0: don't test me. Don't push the chuck. Uh-huh. So yeah, let's talk sidecars. Let's talk sidecars with the maker of a sidecar that I like very much. Okay, so we're on with Kent Silk, the new owner of Texas Sidecars. Kent, how's it going, man?
3: Doing good. Thank you for having me this evening.
0: Oh, I'm I'm very excited to have you for reasons <laughs> that will shortly be apparent. <laughs> Texas sidecars, you say? Texas sidecars. I, I I know a thing or two about them. What's your sidecar from? Uh, well, as it happens, it's a Texas sidecar, but it's not the Texas Kent. It's from Texas Bob, the former owner. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, so Kent, you're the, you're the third owner now of the Texas sidecar business, which has been called Texas sidecar twice and something else once,
3: if I understand it correctly. That that is correct. Bob Durden uh, bought it from a ride-by-side or something like that up in uh, Michigan, and then he had it for 15 years and uh, closed down for a few years after 2015, Mm. and I took over officially July of this year.
0: Oh, all right. Way cool. How long
1: have you been involved with Texas Sidecars?
3: Well, basically about just July. about a, a, year, uh, a year through the research. Um, but I have been in Sidecars for almost 40 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, have, I do a lot of service work, um, helping people. I'm the head of the Texas Ural Riders division and sidecar enthusiasts which is just a user group that does spell cars. turd for those paying attention <laughs> yes it does <laughs> <laughs> and you know what that makes me head turd yep yep. it <laughs> big but the um through the years i've worked on many of the texas sidecars um, and found the quality to be excellent owner satisfaction very high so when i had the opportunity this year I went ahead and looked into it. Bob and I spent about four months working out the details, and my wife and I purchased the company.
1: Nice. So did you buy the company because you needed spare parts?
3: No. Um, (laughs) I bought it because I wanted to have something to do in retirement years that Mm -hmm. wasn't fishing and golfing.
0: Oh, Oh. my father would be deeply confused by that statement.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a lot of people I work with that would be deeply confused with that.
0: See, I'm in retirement now. I, I'm going to find me a job. Father's occupation. <laughs> uh, fishes, works on boat. <laughs> <Yep>. Yes.
3: <laughs> father's he, occupation, he, occasionally. He works on the boat more than he fishes, or he fishes more than works on the boat?
0: I, You know, honestly, it's my father, so it's a flip a coin on a given day. <laughs> yeah. My tendency to buy crappy motorcycles is, is a direct genetic lineage from my father's tendency to buy crappy boats. But you buy quality sidecars. I do buy quality hmm. sidecars attached to incredible shit pile bikes. <laughs> so, so something you may, not, may or may not have figured out about me, Kent, is that I have a Texas sidecar. It's a Texas Ranger. It's the uh, blue and silver one that uh, Texas Bob put on the uh, XS1100 and gave to his son-in-law. And I bought it from the son-in-law, shipped it across the country. And now I've got it. On yeah, the
3: it. that was one of the last ones.
0: Yep. yep. And it's oh the paint on it. Oh, every time it's like gets scuffed, I'm like, no, stop. Oh, quit it.
1: <laughs> That's the first time in his life he's
0: cared about a paint job. That's the first time I've ever had a nice one. <laughs> yeah. How long have
3: you had sidecars?
0: Oh, let's see. Sidecars, uh, let me think, uh ten ish years now, more, maybe? You yeah. Yeah, I, the Ural. I'm about five. Yeah, I'm about I wanna say I'm about ten in. I got a I got a Ural that I bought from some, you know, as it is with sidecars, one can never buy one locally, right? Of course not. So uh, yeah, I got a got a Ural from some guy up in uh, way up in Montana, hauled it down on a trailer, and uh, just rode the wheels off of it. I mean, it became my car. I sold it because it was an expensive dog toy when the kids were born. And then my wife said, "I don't like uh, I don't like schlepping you to work. Go get a sidecar." <laughs> I was like, "Okay,
3: <laughs> off I go." And off you went.
0: Yeah, and I picked up a, a Euro in
1: 2014, mm-hmm. and that's the one I'm still pushing around.
0: So now
3: you yeah.
1: mentioned.
0: You mentioned you've been in sidecars for a while. So I'm assuming you have a Ural kicking around there. What other uh, rigs do you have right now?
3: So I have a 2011 Ural. I have a 1996 Ural Sportsman with the full-time differential with an R100 uh, motor conversion in it. And I have a K1200 LT uh, with a Escort sidecar. Um, in the process of building a helix a naked Helix with a utility sidecar on it for my 89-year-old father. Oh, wow. Yep. So that's what I have at the moment.
1: So what's and he doing in retirement?
3: My is John, and he has a 2017-year-old, and uh, he pretty much full-time until he came and joined me. He was full-time yearling
1: So what does your dad do in retirement?
3: Uh, Right now, he's homebound. He is 89 and had a stroke almost Mm. 10 years ago, and so he had to give up riding at that time. But he was riding a Goldwing at that time, two up. Mm -hmm. And uh, since he's had his stroke, he's joined the sidecar world with me and travels with me as often as I can get him out, uh, this weekend, he's going to a rally with me, our fall rally for the Texas Old riders division. And, uh, he just looks forward to it and it brings me such great joy to still get him out on the, in the wind. And yeah, it means so much.
0: Yeah. That's really nice. It's kind of cool how sidecars really just open the age range for riding, isn't it?
3: Yeah. One of I, the first sales that we've got as the new company was to a gentleman that is 80 years old talking about what he's going to do when he's 90. And to make sure he could still stay in the wind, he wanted a sidecar and he waited for me to get completely open so that he could get a sidecar.
0: Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So what
1: leading to that, What what kind of reaction did you get when you announced you were taking over? Texas sidecars, and you were, you were the new Texas Kent.
3: I have gotten great enthusiasm through Facebook and through emails, people mm-hmm. thanking me for reopening the company and bringing it back, um, inquiries. People who had researched sidecars and had decided they wanted a, a Texas sidecar and found out they were closed, then find out we're open again, has just been a phenomenal mm-hmm. response.
0: So how, how many of the how many of the customers who are needing parts do you have knocking on your door for those you know because they, they go forever in a day
3: um I probably eight or ten customers for either like a windshields mm-hmm. the, the probably the most common part um, I sent out a set of bushings a guy was redoing a swing arm and wanted to put new bushings in mm-hmm. and uh, one strut, but mostly windshields
0: yeah those windshields are really tempting to hold on to. For passengers. <laughs> yep. And not made to do that at all. Oh. <laughs> Why do you know that, Todd? Uh, I had to I had to chase the kid off of
3: it. <laughs> definitely. People reach up there. Well, oh, I'll just grab onto this handy little hand. Oh, no!
1: <laughs> and you're like reaching over to smack,
0: smack, smack Well, and even smack. this 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 wouldn't work for an adult for me because I have one of the cool guys short windshields. shields. That's how you know I'm cool.
3: Ah. Uh-huh. We cut down the windshield as the stock. We don't offer the real big windshield that the Ranger was originally sold with. It's about mm-hmm. four inches shorter. Ah. And we offer it in a clear and a tent. Okay.
0: So you're not cool anymore. I guess I'm, no. I guess I'm just one of the crew now. <laughs> yeah. There goes all my credibility.
3: <laughs> well, some people cut them down a little bit more than that four inches. Some people only have about a six-inch windshield. And Yeah, that's about where I'm at. <laughs> It's short. Yeah. So are you
1: just selling sidecars? Are you, are you um, installing them for people? What, what all are you doing in your business?
3: Mainly, we're currently focusing on the selling and installing at the shop uh, to get our experience, to get our, our name out there. Mm-hmm. We are in the process of getting ready to ship one VIA model which is for the Vespa scooter out to Minnesota. Uh, but for the most part, we've tried to focus right within the state of Texas and Louisiana to get the bikes into our shops, so that mm-hmm. we've got the, the experience and the credibility that we've got an installed, a currently new installed base that says, Hey, these guys are doing a great job because we are a different company and you know, with the same molds and the same designs and, and basically the same installation process, but, um, we're new people at it, uh, in the market. And so we want to make sure that we hit it with a, a firm customer base that supports us and gives us good recommendations.
0: Get established. What comes next? So once Texas sidecar is established again, everybody says, oh yeah, these are the good sidecars with the crazy stout frames. (laughs) What, what kind of comes next?
3: Well, we have, and as I looked at the market, I would like to offer um, a ranger that opens to the front mm-hmm. and also offers a uh, convertible top to it.
0: Sure. Okay. That's a pretty big, that's yeah. a pretty drastic change.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we'll be doing some custom work too, um, mm-hmm. as the market allows. And that may lead us into a different direction as well, where we're Helping out uh, John Dobb of uh, Ride the Horizon and moving his camper. He's got a huge camper on Strom. Yeah. Well, we're moving it to a Triumph Rocket 3. Nice. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Ooh. That's nice.
0: That will yeah. surely, surely obey all speed limits at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the Audubon, maybe. well let's put it like this it will observe all the posted speed limits right as they go by there's one there goes another (laughs) It had a number maybe
3: john is uh getting ready with this one he's headed back to Prudel bay again for the i think the fifth time oh Um, wow yep so now that that brings up a a question though Uh, it's
0: rocket three with a texas sidecar and i'm i there's not a ton of clearance on there i mean the frame can probably take a few rocks but is there extra changes you have to make to kind of raise it up a little to go over the roads or are the roads sufficiently solid that, you know, whatever a road going vehicle is fine.
3: There's always chance of bad ruts or something and really huge potholes, but, mm-hmm. uh, we're running the 13 uh, inch tire on that. Um, mm-hmm. so we'll have, um, five and a half, six inches of clearance
2: okay.
3: on it. Cool. And the way we've done the frame a little bit differently, uh, both of the pinch tubes are below the frame so that gives us another inch and a half clearance in raising the sidecar up a little bit.
0: Ah okay all right so now having having bought the Texas sidecar, taking a look at the design, are there things that you're excited to change or is it pretty good and you just want to tweak things like where, where's your what, what's, the, what's the bit that you're most eager to get the the Kent edition of?
3: Well, um, the upholstery, we're changing the way the seats are upholstered and the tunnel covers fit. Mm-hmm. Bob seats were a little bit loose. Uh-huh. Um, we're offering a much more tighter uh, bucket seat without a, a retractable cover. It's all built on. I'm using the marine vinyl so that it can take all the weather and you don't have to worry about trying to dry off the cover. Mm-hmm. And the foam underneath. So that's one of the the interesting parts that we're doing differently, and that I initially saw that I wanted to do. We're changing the carpet around to a higher grade marine carpet as well. Working with uh, a company in Georgia to provide us uh, a better backed carpet so that it will have a longer life span on it.
0: I can either confirm or deny that uh, after a certain point, duct tape holds that carpet on the sides.
3: Yeah, as long as you cannot confirm or deny it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you know, we should point out that I guess this this is a, an all American company then.
3: It is, and it's by two disabled veterans. Oh, there you go. I'm Army uh, disabled vet, and John is a Navy disabled vet. I've just I've just tickled, by the way. I did, so one thing You're i just
1: holding a, back to asking him for
0: parts That's I, I, I'm, I'm i'm getting there I'm, I'm working up to it chuck i'm, I'm sort of sort of boosting <laughs> it
3: <laughs>
0: you got this list
3: so i got this <laughs> list. i know you've known todd too long you know what's coming yep.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we're like an old married couple so so one <laughs> speaking of things things i'm curious about on adv rider in the in the in the classifieds for sidecars they're popped up Apparently, there was a two-seater Texas sidecar for like a year, and then it mysteriously disappeared. Did the, is are the plans for that mysteriously like in a folder buried in a box you have? Do you think, or There's is that just lost to bar. antiquity?
3: What happened there was the molds. Just that that year, the molds burned up in a fire.
2: <clears> oh,
3: <throat> and so bob never rebuilt those molds for the two-seater huh. uh, okay we have thought about it mm-hmm. as we if we got into a two-seater then we're going to have to you know definitely add a brake mm-hmm. to it where we don't currently offer a braking on the uh, sidecar and there's that whole world do you need brake do you not need brakes and you know, on a light sidecar, my personal is that you don't need it. In fact, it can be, in my opinion, more dangerous. So, but as you get into a t- that wide, that much extra weight, you're mm-hmm. probably definitely going to want to say you want a site, a, a brake on there. And so then you've got that engineering that has to be taken into consideration. So we will consider it and uh i have yet to see one of them i do know that they're out there there was i think four that bob sold and then there was um a a number before the other company the ride by side
0: Mm -hmm. huh i i had no idea it was there until i saw the picture and said whoa that's almost exactly what i was imagining
1: (laughs) (laughs) what got you into sidecars in the first place those well,
0: moons ago.
3: Yeah, that was one of those, those things that you, you kind of fall into. I you was, fell into uh, a sidecar?
0: Were you drinking at the time? Well, just <laughs> the about. Just he is ex army. <laughs>
3: yep. So in uh, 76, my uh, brother got a KZ 900, serial number number two for the United States. And uh, being kids, you know, he was in his early 20s, an older brother, and One of the old gentlemen in town saw that we were kind of tearing up the streets and being crazy on his bike, and he called us up to his house in a barn, and he had a sidecar, which I believe was a uh, Velorax, and he gave it to us, and we knew nothing about how to mount them, how to line them, how to do anything, and in about two weeks time, we had it mounted up and figured out that it didn't ride very good. And we worked with it. And I learned to how to align them, level them and get them set up correctly. And from there, I've been helping people, neighbors, friends in the sidecar community, uh, since I w- was 16.
1: So you're saying this guy was trying to kill you too.
3: Yeah, something like that. You know, putting putting a real light sidecar like that on a, a KZ900, it was not a well-matched, but we learned a lot.
0: <laughs> but we learned a lot. So, so much. Such as how far a KZ900 with a sidecar can get into the air.
1: Such yeah. as how to set a bone. <laughs> how to stop arterial bleeding. How to ride home
0: with a concussion. Popping a dislocated shoulder
3: back in. <laughs> yes, my so, uh, so, my brother uh, rode the uh, th- that sidecar for about ten years, and it was the family car through his through his marriage. Oh wow! Down to okay. Florida in the in the winter time, and back up into Vermont in the summer time. Oh, um, snowbirds put a lot of mileage on the road.
0: That's cool. I get the sense that you have an engineering background as you're talking about some of the some of the design and the sizing and stuff like that is that is that where you was that your day job before you decided you were going to buy a sidecar company
3: yes i'm a process control engineer for georgia pacific for their plywood division um, but i design machine improve the process uh, whether it's people electronic or mechanical so yes i about 40 years of engineering
0: wow cool so that's a good match for take on the sidecar since everyone is a little different so what have what have you mounted the new texas sidecars to so far
3: harley sportster 1200 an indian vintage um a bergman uh, and tomorrow we get a harley fhl flh Never do get that one right. It's a
0: bunch of letters.
3: <laughs> no, yeah, you got to get it right. Little little he's gonna one. cancel
1: on you if you don't get it right.
3: Here yeah, those, don't forget those, the eagle. Harley guys, uh, and we have a BMW R9T Hello. that we are building a a frame for. The person already has the body, and okay. we're making the mounts for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll have one of our frames and on that, and it's for as. Uh, coffee shop advertisement and riding in the town uh-huh. here in Houston. Okay.
2: Hi, we're hipsters. Come drink at our hipster coffee. Are you a hipster like us? <laughs> Look at what we're riding.
0: I don't know how I feel about the Texas sidecar being a hipster sidecar. <laughs>
3: uh, well, I'll tell you, you know, um, we, we did all we could do to talk him out of putting a sidecar on that, that rig, that bike. It just, you know, with a, the cafeo type racer, handlebars and oh no and position uh-huh. oh yeah oh no like you know this thing's gonna ride horribly and you're never going to enjoy the bike ever again
2: yeah but yes, it's yes. gonna be so
0: hip
3: <laughs> it's gonna come to right up the shop now you better understand old man
0: i'm gonna be here my avocado toast i'm just i'm just imagining the, the the in addition to not riding well because an r9 t's that's the you basically have to build another bike around the bike to put a sidecar on that, right?
3: Just about. We've got to build a complete subsystem, and from both sides uh, to do it, and build a back upper strut area to mount to.
0: <laughs> there's, there's literally nothing there to
3: mount to. Yep. No. No.
0: You know.
1: I'm to put my dog in the sidecar. It's gonna be so cool.
0: Well, that would be actually sort of cool. In yes. fairness.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And he's not going to be writing it very fast. Let's let's be honest. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> not after the first time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We put some uh, sidecar noobs in my euro and let them take it around the block, and they about peed themselves.
0: It was it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So now, when when you bought the company. I'm assuming you buy the name and you buy a like a. I know I know that there was a storage unit full of parts because you one of the subframe boxes you had was mysteriously empty. Um, how how many sidecars do you like have in stock, or are you building new ones right now? Are you gearing up to build them? Where where kind of is the the machinery right now?
3: Well, so Bob had no complete bodies. He had some parts. Um, so we we're building everything from from start. Um, oh, well, okay. T one bracket, T two brackets, the frames. he had a few swing arm patterns, lots of patterns to get us where we, we needed to be. Uh, but everything that we are, that we have it, we're building to date and we do it to order. Um, so it's, mm-hmm. even though it's a stock model, pretty much every build is a, is a custom build.
1: Okay how many people are are involved?
3: Currently, there is three of us. Uh, My wife, who is helping with the office, Uh, she's been very ill though, so very limited at the moment, Mm -hmm. and she'll help with some of the upholstery work, and John, who is running most of my production welding and fabricating, and I run and do the electrical, I do the uh, sourcing of Parts and pieces, and then I help him do the assembly, the alignment, and all the test driving.
0: All the test driving. That's what happens when you're the boss, Chuck.
3: <laughs> That's it. <you> know? <laughs> I'm going to do and a test said, drive on I, this Rocket I, 3. let me be the face of the company while he, he be, he's the arms and the, the back.
1: When they finish that R-19, though, they're going to be like... Who's going to test ride it?
3: <laughs> not no, it. Not it. I got I, uh, <laughs> I You you are right, Todd. I've already told John because he's a sports bike rider. That's hmm. his first passion. Mm-hmm. You know, Tag, he ended up it. with the Ural, but his passion is the uh, sports bikes. So he's so, going to test drive this one.
1: How long before he tries to put a sidecar onto a sports bike?
3: Um, yeah, like never Maybe sooner than, than we think
0: sometimes
3: (laughs) he, he would really like to get a leaner on a sports bike,
0: Uh, a leaner. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a brave undertaking.
3: Well, we wouldn't do it for production. Sure. Um, (laughs) there's, there's too much can go wrong with people because you can't, even though you lean, you can't lean, but so many degrees, right. And so you, you can't take the corners the same as you would, uh, a normal bike that you're leaning into, sure. but it does, you know, still lead, give you that ability to, to ride a little bit differently. And he just been thinking that would be a cool thing to just have and, and do. So we are definitely considering that for his personal bike.
0: Mm. Cause you know, I got a BUSA uh, in in a in a, <laughs> in a, in a pinch, I'm just going to throw this out finds an old bandit the ranger goes pretty good on the bandit and that thing rails
3: it does does. i've got uh one of our riders here in houston and webster area has the uh the bandit and he he loves it and he he can get some pretty scary speeds out of that
0: (laughs) steer with the throttle steer with the throttle (laughs) that sounds like a horrible idea that's a great idea with a bandit, because you know you got a lot of throttle.
3: <laughs> yeah, got yeah. plenty throttle.
1: I don't know what that's like
3: being on a Ural. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. That that is not what you, what we do.
0: No,
1: it's not. It, it
3: is technically fitted with a throttle check. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. In the strictest sense of the
1: word. Yeah, it it goes in a direction.
0: Zero to sixty
1: yes, yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> at some point in time downhill with a, with a good wind yes favorable I'll wind
0: hit. and slope Ken. i'll hit 75 it's nice so uh, so so i gotta i gotta ask even though they're technically i guess the competition now such competition as there is in sidecars w- what do you think of the the new fuel injected world of urals and i guess theoretically the wheels swap everywhere
3: they do or they say they do you, you um the the newest one with the the newer fuel injection with the new head design on it mm-hmm. is definitely smoother um it has a lot better power band all the way through i've test driven them twice mm-hmm. and uh i'm afraid to take it a third time because i might have one in the garage after that
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh oh i pray it's dangerous yeah uh, why are you looking at me? I'm not going
0: to get another Ural. No, I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I want something beefier. I'm just saying you got to sell yours before, you know. I know. Before the, the everybody, everybody's selling theirs for the 2019s. Paris isn't buying. Jeez. Well, <laughs> Work on that. So now, let's say somebody comes up to you with uh, thinking about a sidecar. Are you going to point them first toward buy a sidecar from me and put it on the bike you love? are you going to point them toward a Ural? Is it going to kind of depend on where they're at, what they want?
3: It really depends on what kind of riding they want to do. That needs to be, I think their first concern. Mm -hmm. And then you match the, the bike. If they, if they have a bike that matches that and they love it, then yeah, I want to sell them one of the Texas side cars and put on there. If they are, you know, that's the type of riding they're going to do is a lot of dirt roads, a lot of forest service roads, and they're not wanting to go very fast. Then potentially, you know, they're going to be, given our experience, if they've got some mechanical ability to them, they can tinker, you know, then a Ural. But if they can't take a 1941 tractor and and work on it, then the Ural is not the best thing for, for everybody out there.
0: I, I can't do that. I've, I've never had to pull off the back wheel to take the bent brake pads out. That didn't happen. I <laughs>
1: disintegrated
3: my final drive.
1: Ooh.
3: Yep. You still have two wheel drive? Yeah. If you're not going to do a lot of dirt roads, uh, a lot of mud and all that, take the take the drive shaft off and you'll keep your final drive intact a whole lot longer.
0: Oh. Interesting. I guess that makes sense, doesn't it? Because you're just yeah. pushing 30 pounds of Russian steel around in a circle a bunch.
3: Yeah. Oh. Well, with the, the lead of the sidecar and the axle being at a slight angle, hmm. every rotation of the axle does put in a little bit of a bind and a little push on that final drive geometrically. So it's not really a bind, but there's definitely some force that is transferred to that. So I do a lot of blacktop driving. I do a lot of back roads and, and, uh, you know, forest service roads in the national forest, but I don't get it uh, into the mud. Uh, So I pulled my my axle out and got a little better gas mileage. And then I can feel that I don't have that that binder, that drag of that axle in there. So that's what I recommend. If you've already got a two wheel drive, if you're buying new, buy a CT. Don't buy the gear up. Don't spend the money for it.
1: Okay. Well, should I do to my gear up?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Chuck's taking notes now. (laughs) What year is it again?
0: Uh, 2013. With those round wheels, smug bastard.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But you got your carburetors, so. Yeah. You you have a harmonizer so you can keep it balanced.
0: What you can't see is Chuck's currently looking like a monkey doing a math problem.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: No. Yeah. Keeping your carburetors balanced and with you, know, you can use a Fuel Max Harmonizer is another one that's very simple to do. Okay. It really makes a big difference um, if you put a uh, cylinder head get. Uh, Temperature gauges on your cylinders. Uh-huh. That will kind of give you a pretty good indication if you're running balance too, because your temperature will be this pretty close to the same on both cylinders. Um, I, and you'll I, you'll feel better about the motor and how you're riding when you see that and can run that way.
1: Okay. I, I remember when I bought the uh the bike from the gentleman, he was like the carbs I dialed in perfectly. Never, ever touched, touched them. Nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it yeah. probably means they're not. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually my experience with the bandit. Yeah, my uncle, who's really good at carbs, did these. Yeah, the air screws were still not drew to, drilled out on them. Mm, so
1: maybe I should look at carbs and see how I can screw that up.
0: Yeah, they're pretty easy on the URL because you can reach them.
1: You know who you're talking to, right? Touché. <laughs> Touché.
0: <laughs> So, so I only You have might
3: find your, your, your year-old group in your area might do uh, your old maintenance days, and somebody might know how to balance them, and we'll do it for you or we'll walk you through it with their tools. We We run maintenance days in Dallas, Austin, and Houston for our group, and all the car bikes, we definitely encourage getting it checked at least annually.
1: Oh, okay. Todd, what are you doing for Saturday? Uh, teaching, but
0: I no, sh- you not. I can show you how to build a balancer too. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Using
3: the uh, the tube with the oil in
0: it. Yeah, the tube the tube of the ATF fluid and the uh, the yardstick hanging from a bungee cord from the ceiling. Yep. Yep. The old favorite. <laughs> you guys are just like, yep, yep. yep. I <laughs> now
3: I have a Been four there, cylinder. That.
0: Now I have a four cylinder bike, and I'm like, well, shit. <laughs>
3: You'll
0: have to get a quad max then Yeah I know I have to actually spend money What the shit (laughs) This is is garbage So I have one very important Last question for you Kent And this is an important one that the Salt Lake City uh, Officers would really like me to Clarify What is it about the aerodynamics of the Texas sidecar That make it fly up in the air when you're near bus stops Full of kids Is it just something in the way the top is longer than the bottom And it can't be helped Say yes (laughs)
3: Uh, say yes, okay, yes.
0: <laughs> there it was. Pay attention, Salt Lake City Police. So we'll have to edit that a little bit. <laughs> yes,
3: and I
1: accept full liability. My name no. is Kent.
0: <laughs> it's an aerodynamic effect. You'll
1: construct like this deep fake. Yes, that's exactly and, what and happens. You, and you
3: hit the brake how hard?
0: Uh, uh... <laughs> I, I engaged the sidecar brake fully.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's giggling. He's, <laughs> he's got this
1: smile on his face that looks. Maybe.
3: Oh, I do. Yep. I, I agree. We hit the sidecar brake and engaged it fully.
1: <laughs> just like we always ride at the posted
0: limit. Yep. Observe all posted limits. Well, Euros, you, you just have to. Euros <laughs> <laughs> dream of the posted limit. <laughs> Someday. Euros observe it for you.
3: With the Euro, when you pass the car on the, the, the road, you know that there's something wrong with that car.
0: Yeah, they're broken down. Or it's that Volkswagen bus that we saw in 70 that one time. I was like, get some! <laughs>
1: <laughs> was that before or after the open weeping? That, that was before. That was before the weeping. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, Kent, where can people go if they want to check out Texas Side Cars' shiny new offerings? To Texas, right?
3: Texas sidecars with the F at the end.com.
0: Awesome. Texas sidecars.com. Don't look at me like I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking at you like that. That's entirely you projecting. <laughs> Ken, thank you so much for being on with us tonight. And I'm really glad you've opened the company again. Cause sooner or later I'm going to need some parts.
3: Thank you for having me. And I hope that our community continues to grow.
0: Me too. That was cool. I'm, I'm really happy. Texas sidecars coming back up not just cause I, I, Want parts, but <laughs> that helps. That helps, <laughs> but also because I just—it's—it's—it's it's cool seeing another maker. And honestly, it's kind of a lot of the makers are like the custom makers um, right now. They're either assembling something that you have to buy from Europe because you can't, other than Hannigan, not like a lot locally made. Sure. Or they're building big custom rigs. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas Sidecar comes in at a price point that's like much more practical mm-hmm. for like a. a really good sidecar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know i i'm not i'm I, I remain unconvinced by the torpedo look i don't like it as much as i like like the you know the hannigan look right yeah i, I prefer to hannigan, hannigan looks just hannigan just looks so freaking cool yeah but you know the jetsons car i guess but the texas sucker just works yeah you know it works in all the parts or stuff that you can get online or from the thing or well now from texas sidecar mm-hmm. um so you know it's it's cool seeing them coming back Having more sidecars available can only be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they, if they bring back the two-person one, then oh, I'm gonna be all over that. I'm That'd be, be pretty cool. On that, like a, like a what? Like a, like a thing that's on another thing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that simile like, didn't really work like out. A Todd on a new straw. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Send those. Send those ads. Nick writes. Hi guys, still loving the podcast. Very much looking forward to hearing about Chuck's new Thruxton rig and your new fuel if it ever arrives. I gather you're tempted by a Norge, but I have to caution against it. Oh. I, I rode up I wrote Shut the fuck up, Nick. <laughs> I rode my uncle's up in Canada for a few weeks when I was visiting last year. And as nice as it seemed on the first couple of rides, the engine braking and suspension performance are all blunted by the sheer mass of the thing. Three hundred kilograms fully fueled. Chuck get a calculator out. What's that in real weight? I don't know. The, can, you, can you convert that to freedom units? Hey Siri, what's 300 kilograms in real weight? That's pretty heavy. That's a heavy bike. Okay. Once you start pressing onto it, on into tight corners, it's really not great, and the engine becomes very asthmatic with all that weight to haul up to speed. Want a left field choice to tide you over? No. <laughs> check out, <laughs> check out a Yamaha Tmax. I picked one up as a sort of low speed tour, but it turns out these things positively rail. I've done long 500 plus mile days two up carved swiss mountain passes commuted and just ridden the thing for fun what's more the older ones can be picked up cheap and that's in the uk where big scoots don't even sell very well that was a very sporty maxi scoot that yamaha made t-max yep t-max it looks pretty cool too actually I'm looking it up oh that is pretty cool pretty rad right yeah yes helpfully i recently put up an extended test on my blog which we'll throw the link on to and of course i still love my strom P.S. My wheel nerd sticker didn't survive the last pressure wash, so I'll be putting it in an order shortly. I sincerely hope you did not pressure wash a Strom. <laughs> that's just not okay, Nick. It's just wrong.
1: No, that's a cool looking scooter.
0: It is a really cool looking scooter. Yeah. It's one of the one of the least dorky looking maxi scooters. Yeah. I think if I was buying a maxi scooter, I'd still probably just go for the Burger King. Because if you're going big, you know, just, just fucking go for it, basically. <laughs> The Burger King?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: The Big Bergman. The Big
1: Bergman. Mm-hmm. The Burger King.
0: Although the Bergman six fifty would also I was looking around for a moment, I was when I found the bandit, figuring that would also be a really good pusher for a sidecar. Uh-huh. An interesting tidbit, you may not know about it, but I was looking at somebody building one. You think like it'd be really hard to mount to something with that much plastic. Underneath all the plastic, the Bergman has a big fucking trellis frame that oh. is dead easy to mount to. Okay. So if you have a hole saw, you're golden. <laughs> <laughs> All you need is a hole saw, and for people not to ask a lot of dumb questions. <laughs> Stand clear, everyone. <laughs> science is about to happen. <laughs> it's science time. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, with, with the Bergman motor, so it'll go. All right. What have you learned this week, Chuck? You're going to get a Norge. No. Not at this time. Or a Strom.
1: Not at this time. Sometime before April. Nope. Especially when those
0: deals come out early spring deals There's no early spring deals everything's expensive in early spring now's the time to buy uh-huh go on no nope, that's it no yeah that's what'd, all what'd you learn uh, i I've, I've i've learned that i have far far too much help at buying bikes and i feel like this is some sort of karma for all the times i've been helpful yeah what's that like mm. that's all we got time <laughs> for this week till next time i'm todd and i'm chuck ride safe everyone
1: send more ads You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com.
0: If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps.